This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You said my world on even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This podcast on 97.3 The Fan is presented by Hummel Casino. Fun above all else. Live from Peoria, Arizona, it's your old pals, Ben and Woods. Let's get our heads right. Uh, feeling, feeling number one, very lucky to be here this morning. It's, uh, it is, it's such a nice day. It is such a beautiful morning out here in Peoria. And we are live uh, on your radio. We're live on your Odyssey app. We're live on YouTube. You can watch the feed uh, there as well. It's not the most flattering angle of me. i got to be honest with you. I'm going to have to turn and suck it in a little bit, Benny, but... Uh, listen, that's why I wore a vest to mask the fat. We have been uh, we have been here for some really crummy weather mornings: wind, rain, sleet, hail, cold, like just snow. brutally cold. Yeah, it is ideal it's conditions this morning. It is so nice out here today. Oh. Hopefully, a harbinger of things to come. Uh, well, as sixty I, degrees, a, a, ah. yeah, sixty degrees. I'll take that. I'm Woodsy. That is Paul Rindle. He's the executive producer. Got everything all dialed in this morning, and uh, we are out here on the. The patio uh, of the Peoria Sports Complex. We've already seen some players rolling in. Uh, Benjamin Higgins, your friendly neighborhood sports anchor and uh, napper extraordinaire, uh, conversationalist extraordinaire, joins us as well. Good morning. Did you enjoy your drive with us to Arizona in the front seat yesterday? I did enjoy my drive. Well, my ride. You said you had to drive. I offered fine, to drive, but and you I've said had... absolutely not. It, you're driving you're, to Arizona. You're, when you're in a car with someone for six hours, I, w- I would have had more conversation with a hitchhiker <laughs> that I picked up on the side <laughs> of the road. Paulie, 
Over under nine words, he said, on the six-hour drive. Uh, under. He's just, I'll take the under. Doesn't that make me the ideal passenger? No. Chatting away I, the entire time. Oh That's the last thing you God. want from someone in your car. Mm. You, you're Bro, listening to your music. I'm we made it to El Centro. And not even to El Centro. And he's, he's asleep. A- and Woods just looks back at me. And I'm doing the, why am I not sitting why in the Why am front? I not in the front? I have a small apartment in the back of this expedition, thanks to our beloved Manny Sedano Ford. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Manny like, Sedano. Ben, you could have just laid up in the back. You would have been perfectly fine. And then me and Woods could have talked, listened to music. Fine. On you the know. way back, I will sit in the back and fall asleep. <laughs> and you guys can talk in the front all you want. Whatever. Oh, God. I had a nice drive. Other than I the time we did. almost died. I bet you did have a nice drive. Um, yeah. I thought, oh, this would be nice. Get to catch up. You know, we see each other on the show. and But when you got six hours in a car with someone, you can really drill down. And get to the root of some things, and you can can open up, you can can uh, plot and plan and scheme for the future. But was not to be. Now, as we as we started our journey, everything was fine. The car, uh, it's an expedition. It's beautiful, and we were cruising right along. Before you get to the story, mm-hmm. let's introduce uh, Italian Paul as well. Indeed. Uh, Frank Marchese, who is back in the studio. Hey. Rarely do we have both uh, oh. Paul and Italian Paul Two on the Italian same Pauls. day, but we have them both <laughs> with us today, and uh, we would be remiss if we did not uh, thank Frank for his hard work back in our Odyssey studios in San Diego. Thank you, Frank. Hi, Frankie. Good morning. I'm not important. Continue with the story. You're very okay. important. So, yeah. so we are, uh, we're past Gila Bend. Well, Correct. so we, we drove, yeah. we drove, and we stopped and got lunch at Mr. G's in Yuma, and it was fine, and got back in the car and then drove to Gila Bend and gassed up, and um, if you've ever made this trip, and I'm sure many, many, many of you have, there's two lanes on the 85 from yeah. the 8 up to the 10. You do that. You're yeah. good at this. Yeah, so when you cut up from Gila Bend, there's the uh, there's two lanes going north. Like 25 a, minutes. A big median, and then two lanes coming south the other way for about, yeah, it's about a, a 35-minute jaunt from the 8 to the 10 as you're on your way up toward Peoria and the Phoenix area if you're going, you know, the, the normal route from San Diego. So I'm in the fast lane. And we're just cruising along. And it's we're actually, you know you got about an hour and a half left or whatever. And the music's loud and we're having a, we, we're actually talking I'm awake at that at this point. point. You're awake now. at that point and we're chit-chatting. All of a sudden, guys, I look up and I see <laughs> every car in front of me go left, go right. Everyone's swerving out of the way. And I think. Just a scramble. A scramble. And I look up. There's a semi-truck that's locking his his wheels up. And I'm like. Oh, my God, what, what am I about to crash into? Well, let me tell you guys. It was another vehicle on the wrong side of the highway coming towards us, directly towards us, in my lane. Stopped, you know, didn't panic, just tapped on the brake a little bit and then just swerved over well out of the way. And, you know, I'm starting, my hands are shaking. Everyone's okay. We didn't, we didn't yank, you know, I didn't yank the wheel. We didn't lock up or anything like that. It was no very kind of calm. Nice move into the, the slower lane. Yep. No, no, no panic at all. But the weirdest freaking part, man, about it all was, so Friday night, you guys know I had a, a SEALs game to work. So I was pretty, pretty beat. It's been a long week. Kids are sick, the whole thing. And Drove down, did the game. It was a late starting game. It started at 8, which you had, had joked on the air, man, watch it go to overtime. Well, <laughs> son of a bitch, it goes to overtime. And we end up winning the game, thank God. 
But I walk out of there at 11.20, 11.30. I mean, it's been, I was up at 3. It was a long-ass day. So I'm driving home, and I'm just not feeling great. Um, I was overwhelmed with anxiety. Overwhelmed. And I'm driving home, down the 5, and I go, man, I don't know what's the matter with me, but I had this panic that somebody was going to be drunk coming the wrong way on the freeway. So I go home. I can't sleep. I'm pretty wired from the game. Only got about probably three hours of sleep. I woke up in the morning, Hannah was in the garage working out, and I stumble out there in my underwear and said hello. And she goes, why, why aren't you sleeping? And I go, I couldn't. I said, I couldn't even drive home last night. I was such a wreck, the anxiety. She goes, what, what were you anxious about? I said, somebody coming the wrong way on the freeway. And she goes, what? And I go, I don't. I go, it was an irrational fear, certainly. But I was, my both hands were on the wheel the whole drive home, death gripped, just waiting for some idiot to come on the, the wrong way. And I just thinking about my kids and my family. And I just was a wreck, man. So the fact that it happened a couple of days later was was bananas. So, so not an irrational fear. But maybe the weirdest part is the the sedan that was coming at us. Never seemed to realize they were on the wrong side of the road because they just kept going. As, as far as we could tell, as behind far as us, we could tell, they were going to make the entire drive from the ten down to the eight in Gila on Pass the wrong side. on the wrong side of the highway, and they were completely unperturbed by the amount of cars just constantly swerving off the road and to there was get no away from intersection, them. particularly close. Not my really. They've been going for at least a couple miles. Yeah, they've been at least going a mile or so the wrong way and had no intention of turning around, you know, pulling off maybe and just turning around and going with traffic for a little bit just to just change to get it up. Yeah. Matthew in the chat says the 85 is known as the head-on highway. Is so that right? Apparently that's a, uh, that's a thing here in Arizona <coughs> that you get drivers who, and when they turn left to go south, you're supposed to cross the first intersection oh. and then turn left on the second one, which is the, the southbound. But they turn left on the first one thinking, oh, two-lane highway, yeah, I'll go on the right side. That's not. That's a one-lane. That's a one-way highway, <laughs> and you're turning the wrong way on the one-way highway. So we saw that firsthand yesterday. So that was a little bit creepy, right? So, But the, the fact that, uh, that I had, had woken up and told Hannah about it the next day and, and then it happened was just – it was an eerie, eerie feeling. So uh, apparently there's a guardian angel watching out for us. Um, so I'm very thankful that we are here this morning. Now, I'm very excited for the second part. The of second this part segment. of this story gets very interesting here. And I mean very interesting. So we show up to our Airbnb in Peoria, Arizona. As you guys know, if you've listened to the program for a while, um, we let our boss, Adam, book our very first hotel room out here when we just started. We didn't want to make any waves. So we said, sure, you book it. It was 47 miles from the complex. <laughs> it was the world's biggest dump. Uh, it was, 700 traffic signals between yeah, our hotel and the Peoria Sports it Complex. It was in the parking lot of a Waffle House and an auto parts store. That was It was the parking lot in auto parts, Waffle House, uh, Roach Motel. We went in. I had feces on my curtains. Ben's room had a meth lab like right outside. It was it was it was horrible. So we took the bull by the horns from then on, and we said we said uh, we're going to do our own thing. We're going to book Peoria and everything else. Hang on one sec. Hey, is uh, JoJo in there? Will you give him these? Deli- Thank you. A couple right. of used golf clubs. Yes. Love you, Ricky. For our beloved Ricky, JoJo Tarantino. Ricky Huerta, who keeps all the guys healthy. Um, <clears throat> So we took the bull by the horns on this one, and uh, we, we've been booking Airbnbs ever since. We always have some fun. 
There's well, been some good ones. There's been some okay ones. Creepy bedroom had I had a couple of years ago. You, with had the, the you had the creepy bedroom, which was great. Baby photograph. Paulie and I really were great. Weird. We were great in that. I loved Last my year I had the master suite with the giant bathtub, yep. and it was beautiful. It was gorgeous. So we. Um, it's about 7 o'clock. Yeah, pull in about, about 7. And we pull up to the front yard, and I go, well, this can't be it. <laughs> this looks like a place where squatters live. <laughs> so, sure enough. We, uh, we walk out, we go, all right, we go up, we fumble around trying to get in for 10 minutes. Finally get in. we got to change the code. So we get in, and we walk in, we go, okay, all right, it's, it's okay. It's kind of bright, kind of airy. There's some, like, fixtures missing off the walls and stuff. but Decent no, no couches. It's, it's a yeah, fine I mean, house. Yeah. It's a fine house. There is NFL Blitz in there from 1999, last century. by the way. Last, last century. video games. That's fine. It's no big deal. We're not there for that. We start walking through the house and scoping out the bedrooms, and uh, I we Polly notices, huh? The first bedroom I look into, I just I take a look in, I turn back down the hallway and I go, oh no, oh no, check this out, guys! All of the sheets and towels were piled up on the floors, stripped in, beds in each and every bedroom, which used is towels, which is the protocol when you check out of an Airbnb. Hey, no problem. Rip everything off. And leave in the pile. And our cleaning crew will come in. They'll wash everything. They'll get everything. Okay, great. We walk in. Nothing had been done. Not a damn thing. Trash now, again, cans were full. Trash cans are full. Yeah, everything was as the last people left it. And now, by, likely yesterday morning. By this time, it's around seven thirty. We're laughing, but we're also starting to cry a little bit inside. Woods has already started a load of laundry. So my initial <laughs> reaction was this: Well, we're going to have to this. We got to get this thing going. So I grab a pile of laundry, which is disgusting. Like I don't know what that last no. family or whoever. No, you don't. I have. No, they could have been shooting a. Or no, there. I have no idea. So I pick it up. I, oh, yeah, I'm yeah. disgusted thinking about it. So I pick it. I'm like, we, I just, I had a workman's like, a work started. Let's a workman's like attitude. I said, now, I'm so like, this I, is going to take but, three or right. four hours. Yeah, I mean, just one load of going washing and drying is going to take at least two, two hours. hours just to get the first bed done. So we're looking at at least six, six hours. hours to get all of our beds made and ready for. To go to bed at what, like two a.m. when we right. got to get up at, at you know five a.m. for the show. And not only that, we all had a buttload of work to do last night for yep. today's show and getting everything dialed in. So I start a load, and I walk out, and Ben is just sitting on the couch and he's on his phone. I go, "What are you doing?" He goes, "I'm looking at hotels." <laughs> <laughs> it didn't even occur to me, and I go, "You know what?" All right, Paulie, call the guy. So Paulie calls the guy. He goes, oh, yeah, it's my fault, Paul. Oh, no kidding? It's your fault? <laughs> really? I thought you we sure? did something wrong. Are you sure it's your fault? What was his name? Paul? Ron. 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 Ron, are you sure it's your fault? So Ron, then this is the best part. Ron says to us, I can get the cleaning people there in two hours. And he goes, excuse me? Where are, Not, they, where are they coming from? Where are they coming from? I mean, I'm impressed that there's a Tucson. cleaning crew that will come out at 9.30 p.m. on, on a, a Sunday, Sunday night. From first Tucson. of all, but... they're going to drive off. So, so, then, so morning show brain, my brain starts going. And I go, 9.30 is when they'll get here. So we could work for a couple hours, do some laundry. Then go somewhere then while they're go cleaning. Somewhere, like, so Paul, a late dinner. So Paulie asks the guy, what does it usually take them to clean? He goes, about two hours. And I go, all right, I go, pack your stuff. I go, get, get your stuff. Everyone grab your stuff. So we loaded our stuff, 
and we were driving, looking for a hotel. So then fun boy over here to my left, Ben Higgins, <laughs> says to me, says to me, um, hey, I found a hotel for us. And I said, oh, well, what's the name of it? And he says, ooh, I like this. It's called the Hotel Serene. And I said, it sounds like an all-nude hotel. Okay, number one. It had five-star review on Yelp. It had five-star reviews on all-nude review hotels. Because I pull up Google. I Google it. The Hotel Serene. Two-star hotel. Three, a rating of three. <laughs> and so I start reading the comments this morning laying in You're bed. You're not going to find the Ritz in Peoria. I'll tell I you wasn't that. looking for the Ritz. So I look at the, I'm reading comments from people that stayed there as early as last week. And they're like, um, there were other people's hair in the bed when I pulled the bed sheets <laughs> down. I was like, I would have murdered him. So I said to, uh, I said to the guys, I said, look, there's one place I know. We've all stayed there. It's going to be the most expensive, but it is the most convenient. And frankly, at this point, after a six-hour drive, it's eight thirty at, at night. I go, we're going to the Hampton Inn. So we went to the Hampton Inn. I walked in, and I must. She she's like, everything okay? I'm like, yes. I go, we're in a little bit of a quandary. I need three rooms. And she's like, let me see. If I, yeah, I got it. I go here. Here's my credit card. <laughs> Put these on my credit card. The guy stayed in the car. I booked all the rooms. I got us dialed in. Now, here's the problem. Oh, boy. <clears throat> Those expenses were not approved. Hey. Pre-approved. So, there's a decent chance that I take a $900 bath on this deal. <laughs> now, I did get my points on my credit card and the Hilton miles. I took all of those, but I don't know that it's worth $900. Now, so, today. Ron did say. He did say. He would pick up our hotel room for the night he for said our hot- inconvenience. He said hotel room. Uh, and mm-hmm. he, he was on the speakerphone in the car. He knew that there were three of us, but he said room singular, not rooms he plural. Didn't, now, the. All in. I mean, it's not a cheap hotel. It's all in with taxes. And he was going to give us half off for the first night at the Airbnb as well. Don't forget about that. Half off. I'll I'll (laughs) save you guys a half day. So, again, all in. It was 308 a man. Tax tax title and license. 308. 927. It's 927. Adam. So, I guess we will see what happens here in the future. But uh, I can tell you right now. There's nowhere to go but up for the old Ben and Woods crew out here at Spring Train. We are well rested, though. We are. I, made a very short trip. You had waffles we this ha- morning, hey, which guys, you love. Adam, yep. Michael, if you're listening. No breakfast charges. No breakfast charges this morning. You know why? Because it was on the house, pal. That omelet that I ate is burp, is gurgling up a little bit, by the way. I had one bite of it. Do you have the vanilla waffle or the red velvet waffle? I had the vanilla waffle. Vanilla waffle. It very nice. was the <laughs> Nominal, worth the three oh eight. By the way, <laughs> worth the three oh eight. Expensive waffle. So we're off and running here. Um, now, uh, we're about to go to a commercial break. Yeah, it's going to give everybody a good five, maybe six minutes from now. We'll be right back. In those five minutes, we have just posted to our YouTube channel the twenty twenty four edition of Ben and Woods Cribs Peoria, and uh, if you want to see what we saw. Seconds upon arriving, there's a into little the bit of a bait and switch element to it on this one. You for think sure. so? This, yeah, yeah just a little so. bit. Just a little. There's bit. a little bit of a bait and that switch. That is live. We just tweeted out the link. It's yeah. on our YouTube channel. Uh, just search Ben and Woods. Jeff, thank you for the one dollar. We are now only nine hundred and seven dollars <laughs> in arrears. The one dollar donation trip. from Jeff. That's yep. gonna help. Yep. Oh my God, man. So here we go. 
Uh, excited to be here, though. I mean, you know, if it, if it ends up costing me $900 to do this, that's fine. No, we'll come back. We'll set the table. Benny will uh, do that. But Caitlin does ask in the chat, when is Jake coming on? Jake Cronenworth is scheduled to appear here uh, momentarily. He's one of the oh, early, yeah, that's right. one of the early, early arrivals. So he'll be yeah, here. The reason we're here, actually, yeah. We yeah. will have lots of uh, Padres guests stopping by. We can't pinpoint anyone's exact time. So don't miss a second of Men and Woods. We are live from the Peoria Sports Complex. We'll be right back. On a Monday morning at spring training on San Diego's number one sports station. Let's get our first check of traffic this morning on 97.3 The Fan. We'll be right back. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. I was so busy playing NFL Blitz 99 last night, I didn't see you actually take a plunge into the backyard pool during our Cribs video. I think I got scabies from that pool. It is dis- It was disgusting. Normally, we uh, we just set the uh, menu for what's coming on today, but let's jump right into it. It's Ben and Woods live from Padre Spring Training in Peoria, Arizona. It's our second segment, and we are happy to be joined by Padres uh, first baseman Jake Cronenworth is with us. Jake, it is great to see you out here at spring training. How are you feeling? How's everything been so far? This is my con. Yeah, there we go. Now we're ready. Now we're ready. Morning. Morning. <laughs> yeah. No, it's warm out this year, which is good. so nice. It's yeah. so nice. We were so cold and windy and yucky last year when we were out here. Well, for them too. You know, they had to, you guys had to go out and, and and play in it, but nobody feels terribly, you know, for you guys. Mostly us. They feel bad for us. Uh, well, number one, I had to start today by congratulating you on 
the Michigan Wolverines winning a national championship, much to my chagrin as a Notre Dame fan, and really the other fans of all football teams in yeah. the country. I don't know that anybody wanted to see everybody that. Everybody hates us. It feels good, right? It feels amazing. So, I was there. Oh, yeah, you were there. Oh, you went to the game. Oh, yeah. Oh, dude. Where'd you sit? Uh, like right on the goal line, uh, probably like row 25-ish. Pretty fun watching your team. Now, who were you were there with? You. Uh, there were like, some other players there too, right? Uh, well, Rich Hill was there. Okay. Snell, I saw Snell there. Snell was there, yeah. He I was saw in him. Washington gear, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, sucks for him. Uh, <laughs> it was like a bunch of my buddies that I played with in college. There's probably like 20 of us, which was really cool. Is that your? You think that's your favorite sport other than than baseball? Or is it? Are you, you're a hockey guy too, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah. I like playing hockey. I love michigan football watching college football yeah. yeah i'm the same way uh it's it's awesome man it's awesome to see you i know that you've been you've been doing the the media rounds out here sammy levitt's been keeping you very busy and uh, he's been talking this has been my favorite part of spring training so far sammy levitt talking about uh your off season and your reflection on last year and how it didn't go the way that you wanted it to go and the word that he keeps using is vulnerable vulnerability and i'm like i can't wait to get in front of jake and ask him uh what exactly kind of hannah wishes you were more vulnerable as well i think <laughs> hannah wish I, hannah wishes i was way less vulnerable she hates vulnerability uh trust me um no but i, I you know listen self-reflection is a tough thing to do sometimes but uh for you i know it didn't go the way you wanted how uh how's how would the off season go and and how, what did that entail yeah, it was good. I mean, first thing I kind of took care of was getting the wrist all healed up yeah. and all that. And, um, you know, that was good. But, um, yeah, I mean, just going into the off season, um, you know, I'd had three previous good years, and I kind of had gone into each of those off seasons doing the th- same things I'd always done because it was working. It's what you do. You know? yeah. yeah, I mean, it's, it's one of those things. When something works, if it – it works don't fix don't fix it. it yeah it's the same thing and you know i kind of went to this off season and you know really kind of broke everything down looking at you know swing what can i do better what can i do better in the weight room what can i do better on the field you know offensively defensively even just from like a mindset approach like mechanically and like how i breathe um there's a lot of things that i looked at and and just making yourself open to new ideas and like shoot we have two and a half three months to really try a lot of different things and you know <clears throat> like sam said i made myself vulnerable in those situations to learn and um you know pick the things that really worked for me well they say you can tell how a season's going to go by the very first spring training game do and, they say that? you did hit a home oh, run yeah. so everything's going to be fine this be fine. year Don't alex Vezier hates to see you coming that's for sure <laughs> Anytime Jake Cronenworth steps to the play, the guy has <laughs> nightmares now. So congratulations on that. But, I mean, early results, obviously it doesn't matter what happens in spring, but how are you feeling, like, compared to how how it started last year? Yeah, a lot of it is just, you know, I had a really good spring. I had not great hitting mechanics last year in spring training. Um, so it's kind of, I mean, a lot of that was because I was on time last year and, you know, I was hitting well, so it was the, it was the confidence piece, you know, you're kind of your mindset. Um, this year, you know, I feel really good. I feel, like, very strong, stable in the batter's box, like, ready to go. And now it's just just like everybody else in the clubhouse. It's just getting our timing back, you know. Seeing sliders at 93 and 100-mile-an-hour fastballs isn't the easiest thing to get back on time for. Yeah, I mean, it, it's <laughs> it's absurd what you guys, uh, you know, have to do, your, your job and – 
and have to do it at a high level uh, every day. We're joined by Jake Cronenworth here on Ben and Woods this morning. It's been also pretty fun to watch you out there showing Xander Bogarts the ropes at second base. How surprised were you by that uh, that revelation uh, that happened early on in spring training? I'm sure you guys probably knew it was a possibility, but um, it's pretty cool to see him out there. And, and what have you been telling him so far? Because yeah, it's of, different, right? It's way it's, different. I mean, every position has their own, as I've told you guys in the past, has their own, like, intricate details that not each other position has. And um, there's little things that you can do to make the position easier and make it a lot, um, I guess, easier on yourself to go out there and just say, I'm just going out there to play, and when this happens, I'm doing it. Um, so that's kind of how I viewed second base and the way I looked at it. And just giving him little tips to make it easy, man, because this game's already as hard as it is. No and, you know, if he can have, you know, a couple different things for each time there's a different situation in the game, like, oh, this ball's here, like, this is where I'm going and this is what I'm doing, you know, just to make things easier on him. And you know, he's never played second base either. It's, so which is it's crazy just, because, you know, the playing shortstop, you're coming towards first base. Everything, all your momentum is going that way, and that's what you want. Second base, you, you're stopping sometimes. You've got to stop, reload, throw the ball there. You've got to get it there accurately. Guy's burning down the line. Uh, you know, can't really – nobody's going to try to take you out anymore, but they're bearing down on you pretty good, which is – you can see them bearing down on you from shortstop. Yeah. It's a whole different ball game. How's he, uh, how's he done so far? He's done great. I mean, shoot, it's only been – I don't even know what day it is today, but – Today is Monday. 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 Today is Monday, yeah. It's been a, probably, what, a week? Yeah. Um, no, he's doing great. I mean, it's he's an athlete. He's an athlete. He's a baseball player. He's, obviously, he's a shortstop. You know, it's, we have four shortstops on the infield, and it seems like each guy has gone to a new position and done fairly well. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's just it's just learning. Like, you know, it's no matter what point you're at in your career, there's always something new you can learn in baseball. Talking to Jake Cronenworth here on Ben and Woods, and you were really a trendsetter because you were a shortstop. They moved you to second, then first, then they moved Hassan Kim from short to second, then they moved Tatis from short to right, and then Bogarts from short to second, uh, Jackson Merrill from short to left. I was a pitcher, left. too. Don't forget that. You were a no, pitcher, too. That's too. right. <laughs> um, I, is posi- a, a, posi- a position change? Some, some organizations will say, hey, we don't want to move anybody off their position. Padres have been pretty open with it as a professional, as a big leaguer. Do you feel like it's okay to be making position change? I mean, Tatis handled it really well. Jackson seems to be doing pretty well so far. Yeah, I think it, it, a lot of it is just knowing that it's happening so you can prepare for the season. You know, it's, whatever, your, whatever line of work you're in, if you know something's coming and you can prepare for it, it's going to be a lot easier to do. Um, that's kind of how I view it. Um, you know, I've, I've moved around my entire career. I don't think I've ever come into a spring training really knowing where I'm playing, so I'm used to it. Um, yeah, it's just kind of how it is. It's baseball. Yeah, no question. Talking to Jake Cronenworth here on Ben and Woods this morning. So last year, uh, I can remember sitting out here with the kind of the like nervous, tingly excitement of like, okay this lineup is going to be fearsome and we spent all this money and we did this and obviously it didn't work out. The vibe this year though does seem a little bit more, I don't want to say relaxed. I think everyone looks really focused and it just, it feels like kind of there's a weight off though. Like getting that done last year, getting that out of the way, you, you turn the page and uh, now back to the underdog role, which I think a lot of guys uh, thrive in. Yeah. I think, you know, the biggest thing is, uh, do you want to say hi, Manny? Hi, Manny. Manny. Manny will get his turn, uh, that's but he, he's got a little, oh, little 
guys are too much. Father to be present. What up, crew? How you doing? <laughs> Morning. <laughs> oh, you guys are live. Yeah, yeah we're, we're live. live. Hey, that's that's right. Right. Yeah. You want to say hi? <laughs> yeah, say hi to say hi to every the thousands watching back at home. That's right. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll catch get, you later, man. We'll get you out here. <laughs> uh, no, you you're welcome. Thank you. You bet. I think uh, the biggest thing was yeah, there's a ton of excitement and, you know, all the stuff around last season. Um, you know, I think as Sam, I was telling uh, that, you know, looking back on last year and, like, we get all these new players and we have this team and, you know, we get to spring training and nobody's here. Because everybody's at the World Baseball Classic, yep. and everybody's there's guys in Miami, there's guys in Japan, there's guys in Taiwan, and I'm like looking around, and I'm like, man, we got this awesome team. Nobody's here. That was the one thing that you know stunk was we never had the opportunity to really get together as a group. Some of those teams went fairly far. You know, a couple of the teams you know didn't go far, but it still wasn't until March that everybody was here as a group, and then two weeks later the season starts. I want to ask you about Jackson Merrill a little bit. We saw him again this morning, ran into him when we were here at Fantasy Camp. There is a confidence there that I, I don't know if it's earned Jackson yet. Jackson Merrill was Jack, at Fantasy Camp? Not he, Fantasy Camp. Oh, uh, oh you know, yeah, he was, he was here. He well, was. he was working. He, he was, was working, working out while, while these guys were playing. But he they was wanted, here. They wanted to get him some, some extra yeah. work. <laughs> <laughs> there is a, there's a confidence there that, I mean, for a guy who hasn't played a day in the big leagues, I don't know if it's earned or not, but you, you feel that from him? How, yeah, like, my confident our lockers are next to each other, and um, now the guy works his butt off, yeah. and he's prepared. And he was at fantasy camp. So you <laughs> know, yeah, he was I mean, you guys, you guys were the ones that were working with him in the case. Yeah. It, it's why he's like this now. We know this. He was actually he's got Woods's unnatural confidence. We were for no reason whatsoever. We were in the cages. All of the gross, <laughs> overweight <laughs> fantasy yes. campers. We were. We were in there hitting. It's embarrassing. Right over there. He walks in, and he's just sitting at the end of the cage, and he's like bat between his knees he's just waiting and somebody's like hey uh do you want to, do you want to get some hacks he goes yeah i'm just waiting for a cage to open up <laughs> oh get out of here let this guy hit man but he's you know he's another guy too that is you know most likely going to be moving positions um but again an athlete that can can play anywhere on the field so far so good for him yeah i mean <clears throat> yeah like i was saying our lockers are next to each other and He's confident. He prepares well. Um, he knows the game. He's a smart player. Um, he's still really young. Yep. I didn't even know how young he was. Um, 20, right? Yeah, yeah 20. 20. Yeah. No, but he's a great kid. He's respectful. He does all the things the right way. And, you know, the way he carries himself is, you know, the way you kind of present yourself on the field. And you kind of see it how with the way he plays. It's great. It's awesome, man. Well, we'll let you yeah. get uh, get going. Get your work in. We really appreciate you as usual. We're always rooting yeah. for you. Thanks, boys. Awesome, man. Jake Cronenworth, uh, first up, a great way to lead off our yeah. Padres coverage here at spring training. We're going to be here uh, today through Wednesday. So we'll have lots of different players stopping by, managers, coaches. Uh, do not miss it. We'll take a time out here. Oh. We'll come back. Uh, we should have uh, some more players cycling in. So do not go anywhere. Ben and Woods back after this on San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan. It's been a after investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. 
Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device. Credit service ported. 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. If your day sounds like... We need the report ASAP. You deserve Medella. If you've persevered through... You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame... You deserve this ice-cold reward. Medellin, the markable fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. There are any number of reasons you might consider selling your home. That's where an agent who is a realtor comes in to navigate the process to sell your home in a way that's right for you. Because that's who we are. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. Cronenworth just joined us live, our first guest from Padres Spring Training. It's Ben and Woods live in Peoria, Arizona. Uh, we've got, uh, we're working on some some other things. Hopefully some other players will be coming up uh, in the next uh, 30, 45 minutes. Let's check traffic, though. And Padres did get their first uh, win of spring training yesterday. Uh, we'll get to that coming up after a check of traffic here on 97.3 The Fan. So all the pessimists out there who are worried that the Padres were going to go 0-187 between the spring training season and the regular season, you can rest easy. They got their first win of the Cactus League yesterday, 7-0 over the Chicago Cubs over at Sloan Park in Mesa, Arizona. We got to listen to some of Jesse and Tony on the drive out. Well, they sounded we hit the mountains, but they sounded great. They sounded as always. great. The uh, you know the vibe was was very strong in the booth, and uh, those guys mid season form already. We were listening early as Jackson Merrill had, uh, I guess, his breakout game of the spring. Yeah, uh, two for two with a walk, two uh, runs batted in, a run scored, doubled and scored to give the Padres their first lead of the Cactus League uh, early in the game. Jose Azokar had a couple of hits, including a solo home run. Jacob Marcy had a couple of doubles as well. So, you know, the outfield, the one that all the question marks are surrounding going into spring training, looked awfully good yesterday. I think uh, Merrill was actually DHing, but he was. Uh, guys who are candidates for the outfield had absolute fantastic performances yesterday. And, of course, uh, they, they shut out the Cubs on three hits. Randy Vasquez pitched his first two innings in a Padres uniform in the spring, worked around a couple of walks in the first, but uh, got out of that without any runs. We saw a couple of the top prospects in uh, Drew Thorpe pitched an inning. Adam Mazur pitched a scoreless inning. It was just, uh, you know, a solid all-around performance after their uh, their three losses to start the spring against the Dodgers and Brewers. Yeah, one of the first guys in camp this morning was Jackson Merrill. He, he walked in and uh, said hello, and we'd run into Jackson a couple times before, and I said to him, I said, hey, how you doing, man, getting locked in? And he looked at me and goes, been locked in. And I said, God, right, you got me, man. I'm all in. He had some quotes yesterday that struck me as remarkable for a 20-year-old who yeah. was trying to make the big leagues for the first time. Maybe it's good to not know what you don't know. Yeah, of course. But, you know, he talked about how I, he says, I own the at-bat when I'm up there. I know these guys are all good. They're all good. They're tough to face, but – it's nothing I haven't seen before. Everyone throws hard, and when I'm up there, I feel like I'm in control of the at-bat. And then he goes, my bat-to-ball is very, very impressive. I mean, the guy does not lack for confidence at all. And, you know, at some point, you're going to run into a, a slump. I mean, it's the major leagues. These pitchers are so good. 
But I love where his head is at right now as a 20-year-old. He said, I, could, I, would, I would sleep here if I could. I love being at spring training. I love, I love that, being man. at camp. We've seen it firsthand. He's been here when he doesn't have to be here. The guy, like, lives at this complex in the offseason. He's here first thing in the morning. The guy absolutely loves being a baseball player. He is putting in, a, you know, all the work possible to, you know, make it a very tough decision for the San Diego Padres, who I would think at this point are probably leaning toward having him on the opening day roster and, and probably being the starting left fielder. If we're being honest at this point, barring any surprising acquisitions between now and opening day, the front runner to start in left field in the opening day lineup in Korea in three weeks is going to be Jackson Merrill. He, he's done nothing to to tell us that he's not ready for the job at this point, correct? Yeah, I mean, well, you know, li- li- that coupled with the fact that there just aren't any other options, really. You know, I mean, that's, that's, a, big, that's, that's a big part of that's it. That's a big one. And, you know, Profar coming back is great. But uh, as, you know, we've talked about since they re-signed Pro, I don't think the – I don't think the – the move was ever to sign Jerks and Profar to be your starting left fielder, Ben. And he's going to be a really nice guy coming off the bench, certainly. And a guy that can play multiple positions and a guy that can, you know, uh, switch hit and a guy that can play some first if you need a guy can play some outfield. So he's a valuable piece, uh, but he's not a guy that you probably want to have out there every single day. I think the, the more impressive that he looks, though, does it change A.J. Preller's strategy? Because I, I, think I firmly so. believe there's something coming. There's... There's either another free agent or two coming in or a trade that's going to be made. But if you're confident in Jack to be out there on an everyday basis, I'm not saying you don't need another outfielder, but maybe you devote more resources to another starting pitcher as opposed to filling what you thought was a desperate need in the outfield that looks a little less desperate after the first couple of weeks of spring training based on what you've seen from Jackson Merrill. Well, and again, you know, take take, you can't say out of one, we can't say out of one side of our mouths, Spring training results don't really matter, um, you know, the scores of the game. Because they don't. The scores of the game don't True. matter. What they're evaluating, though, goes beyond a box score. You know, it does. It goes beyond, well, I got two hits today. You know, those two hits, you could have flared one in the left field. I mean, they're looking for a guy that's going to be able to make that jump. Now, what's going to happen to Jackson Merrill is pr- what happens to all guys that comes up. He's going to struggle. It is inevitable. It's not a matter of will he struggle? The answer is yes. He undoubtedly will. He could come out gangbusters. Then he could hit a, a skid where he doesn't get a hit for 40 ABs. It happens all the time. It happens to the best of them. So can he handle that? that they're looking for that kind and, of stuff. And, and what Jake told us, that's one of the things they're looking for. It has nothing to do with the results in the games or even in the batting cage or how he looks in left field, but how is he carrying himself? And and as Jake said, he's – He's, he's respectful, he's responsible, he's doing things the right way, the way a big leaguer should do them even at 20 years old. Jake said, I forget how young he is. He doesn't yeah. seem like a 20-year-old, a guy who's not even legally allowed to have a beer right. yet. And he's preparing as though he's going to be the starting everyday left fielder for the San Diego Padres in 2024. Yeah, I mean, this is a valid question by our pal Satan's Blowfish. He says, is he going to hold up against quality starting pitcher, pitching and high leverage relief pitching? The answer to that question is almost certainly not. not. I mean, it, until he does. Until he does. How will he handle when he does, you know, when he's not hitting well? Um, can he contribute in other ways? I mean, yeah. it, it's going to be a struggle, just like but, it was know, for Jer- every single Jerickson's player. not going to hold up against the, the top starting pitchers and the high-leverage relievers. Jacob Marcy's not. Whoever they signed at this point that's still available, you know, Michael A. Taylor, they're not going to – 
they're not going to blow your 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 doors off with how they perform against top pitchers in the league. But you know what uh, Jackson Merrill can do? He can get the bat to the ball. Yeah. You know, Makes we contact. saw him go the other way a lot. He can you know, flip his bat out. He can make contact. It doesn't look like he's just going to be a strikeout machine up there even against top pitchers. Yeah. It, will he hit home runs off of the best all the time? No one does. Yeah. No one does in Major League Baseball. It's how you handle that. You know, pick your spots. Find your, and it looks like he, he understands the at-bats and how to approach them and how to attack them. Yeah, I'm looking forward to, to watching him progress. And, and remember, I mean, I know that, that we're all, after last year, it was, you know, playoffs are bust, and, and I think the expectations have to remain the same. And I think it's important that he knows those expectations, and I'm sure he does. And I'm sure guys like Manny and Xander and Jake and those guys are telling him, listen, this is not, while it may look, like a transition year, and the media is calling it a transition year. Make no mistake about it. There's still a ton of talent on this team. This team needs to make the playoffs. A couple other notes over the weekend. Uh, Manny Machado made his debut on Saturday uh, as the designated hitter, doubled in his first at-bat of the spring. He looks good as we saw him walking in a few minutes ago. Uh, Padres lost to the Brewers on Saturday 11-7. to Some struggles from uh, Pedro Avila and Robert Suarez in that game that – Again, first spring outing, you're not looking necessarily at results, and, and it's not that big of a deal, but certainly something to keep an eye on with Avila being one of the guys who was competing for those last two spots in the starting rotation. Did have a nice inning from uh, Jairo Iriarte in that game on Saturday. Pitched a 1-2-3, very quick frame, and, and impressed in, in his first uh, start. I don't know that you know he's seriously being considered for one of those two spots, but Padres and, and Mike Schilt have been pretty pretty open about saying anyone who's here is basically competing you know unless it's ethan salas at 17 years old most of the guys who are in camp are competing for some sort of potential job in camp they're not just roster fillers they're not just biding their time until they get sent down to the minor leagues if they look good even if it's a guy like Jairo Iriarte, there's a chance they, they could make the, the opening day rotation there's been a couple of guys that have looked outstanding so far. Estrada's another one. He's looked he's looked great in in his outing. So there's um, a lot of really really high high ceilings for a lot of the relievers and and you know maybe potential starters as well. Uh, we were happened to catch uh, Drew Thorpe's first outing as a Padre yesterday. Now I went back later and watched a little video of it and saw his changeup that Jesse and Tony were raving about, and it is no joke. I mean, it is no joke. Now, he's probably a year year or two away, but. I mean, we, we said that about a lot of these guys. I, I, Drew Thorpe a, was the top minor league pitcher yeah. in all of baseball last year, last year with the New York Yankees. Yeah, he was unbelievable. Mostly at single A, but his double A numbers were terrific yep. at the end of the year. Was voted the minor league pitcher of the year in all of baseball. I mean, it's not crazy to think that he can be ready to take the jump this year, maybe even early this year. 100%. Yeah. You're absolutely right. Absolutely right. So we will see how it all shakes out. Look at that. Spring training Sammy's over here. Hey, buddy. How you doing? we got a couple minutes here. We have one minute. Did have our first injury of the spring uh, reported as well. Some back spasms for Yuki Matsui, who uh, was supposed to go yesterday. They held him out. Hopefully just uh, extra caution at this point early in the spring. But uh, that's a little update on what happened this weekend. Sammy, how have you been? I'm doing great. Tired doing great. Uh, I hit a little wall yeah, yesterday. I, 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 haven't been, uh, I haven't been eating nearly as well. So that's part of it. you got to keep up the nutrition and the sleep. And I was not. But I'm doing well. A little cloudy this morning, but like uh, it. it's perfectly perfect. pleasant. Did you hear our story this morning, how we've already yes. spent yes. more so I... money in one day than you have in your two weeks here? Yeah. <laughs> That's true. I'm sure they're totally going to sign off on it, too. <laughs> I have two thoughts. Number one, 
Um, I think the hotel that I was at last year has been renamed the Hotel Serene. Serene. Oh, okay. Because the hair on the pillow sounds just about right. Um, And I would also say that uh, in no way, shape, or form should you have to pay for the first night there. 100%. Hundred, you've got a battle. For there. Not, no, we do. Uh, we don't. Adam does. Is that an Adam Kluge thing? That's an Adam Kluge thing. That's ridiculous. It was absurd. Man. Odyssey's lawyer. We have a team of lawyers who are on it. I'm sure. <laughs> we do. Back in Odyssey First headquarters, order somewhere wherever our Odyssey the headquarters are, Peoria, the legal team can get on this and, and make sure we're fully reimbursed and compensated, Woods, for your uh, your extra credit card there's payments. There's last a good night. chance that they next year say, you know what, we're not sending you guys anymore. That's it. That's <laughs> Let's enough. enjoy ourselves this well, year. Yeah, then. we're going to live it up this I year. I always worry about that. Like they're not going to let us come back if we're not careful. So I know who's so on so far. Just, Jay, Jay, just Jake so far, uh, but uh, hopefully we've got someone else coming out here for the top of the hour. Why don't we take a break? Yep. Top of the hour. Uh, we'll see if we can get another player coming out here at eight o'clock. Sammy, we'll catch up with you obviously yeah. over the next Whenever. couple of days. But good to see you, Sam Levitt. Uh, it's Padres. Uh, Spring training 2024 live from Peoria, Arizona. Bennett Woods will be back. Hour number two coming up next. We'll get some of our regular features in. They may be at different times, our, our games and stuff, uh, just based on who's coming out. So just stay, stand by, stay with us. It's Bennett Woods on San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. Back clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 